Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 26 of Cowboy Bebop, The Real Folk Blues, Part 2. If you would like to watch along, start watching now. So this is it. This is the final episode. And last we left off, Julia was pointing a gun at Spike in the cemetery. Julia seems hesitant to shoot Spike. She's immediately reminiscing about how she didn't come to the cemetery the previous time because she was supposed to kill him then. So just like then, she's not going to shoot him now, but this time she's on board with running away. Notably, she was hesitant to do that the last time. So here we have Lin's brother. I believe his name is Shin. He sort of stumbled upon the massacre that Vicious has enacted. So Vicious is now aware that Spike is still alive. So I'd imagine Shin's kind of on his uh, bad side now. So that seems like a tacit threat by Vicious to sort of warn him not to... Uh, not to side with Spike, I guess. Although we already know he basically has at this point. So Spike's returned to... It was what, the, the corner store from episode 2 or 3? Something like that. The uh, the woman who's the friend of Mao. But looks like Spike got here a little too late. So Annie succumbs to her wounds, but 
I guess it was nice that she at least got to see Spike with Julia one last time. Small consolation, but it's better than nothing. Spike, on the other hand, is gearing up for something big. It seems that both sides of this conflict are slowly becoming aware of what the other is doing. And if Spike's preparing, I'd imagine Vicious is probably preparing too. So meanwhile, back with Chet and Faye, things aren't looking so good. Faye's ship is really banged up, and the Bebop looks really banged up too. But they managed to survive, to their credit. There's some definite tension between Jet and Faye. Both of them don't seem particularly happy with Spike either. So it looks like the syndicate's caught up with Spike and Julia again. So they're, they're doing pretty well so far. They've managed to kill a few people so far, but... You know, they're, they're definitely on the back foot being pursued rather than going on the offensive. So this is where everything goes wrong. Julia didn't stay down like she should have. And I, I think there's some interesting cinematography here in that all of the views of Spike only show his left eye, which, if I recall correctly, is the real eye rather than the implant. So she says something that we can't make out and then promptly dies. 
and imagine that's probably something relevant to Spike, but you know, we can only guess as to what that might be. So, despite saying that Spike was nothing for tr nothing but trouble for the Bebop, Jet seeks out the wise man that's appeared periodically and asks him if he can track Spike. So the wise man is speaking cryptically, but ultimately he says that Spike will die. And he, he makes an interesting statement about death. That if you fear death, it will be awful. If you do not fear death, it'll be a gentle transition. And I think, generally speaking, that's probably a fairly true statement. So Vicious knows what's going on. Basically, with the way things are, Spike's going to seek him out. He has very little doubts about that. So, oddly enough, Spike seems really put together here. And you wouldn't think that would be the case considering he watched Julia die in front of him. I suspect he's putting up a front. So Spike's telling an allegorical story here. And I think it's fairly certain that it's an allegory for how he feels. I, th I think it's a pretty simple allegory. Spike is the tiger-striped cat. Julie is the white cat. Spike has cheated death on multiple occasions, but... He's pretty certain he won't make it out of this one.
So with that one question and answer, I think Jet understands the purpose of that story that Spike professed to hate. So Faye sort of confronts him about how he clings to the past. And Spike retorts about that whole bit about a fake eye and how one eye sees the present, one eye sees the past. He's speaking hypothetically, of course. But I, I get what he means. So he says that iconic line, I'm not going there to die, I'm going there to find out if I'm alive. And I think really that's a, a tidy summation of his character. So Spike flies off for the last time. And we have uh, the real folk blues playing in the background, which I think is a nice touch considering it lends its name to the episode. And while this is going on, we get little flashbacks interspersed with both Spike and Vicious doing what they're currently doing, namely Vicious taking his place at the head of the Red Dragon Syndicate, and Spike on his way to confront him. And by this point, Spike is done with subtlety. He basically kicks the door down and starts killing. Now, I, I think there's a nice juxtaposition a couple scenes ago where there was a flashback of Vicious and Spike fighting back-to-back -back, interspersed with scenes of them, what they're currently doing. I'm sort of like... Those two images bookend everything else.
so despite already killing quite a few people, Spike is finally wounded. He takes a bullet to the left arm and Shin shows up to offer his support. So it turns out uh, Shin is making the mistake his brother did after all. So, Shin gets shot and dies, but he informs Spike that, you know, Vicious, he needs to be stopped. He was waiting for Spike to return. Not that it ultimately did him much good. So here we have the final confrontation between Spike and Vicious. They managed to strike a few glancing blows off each other, but Ultimately, it seems like Spike's on the back foot here. And interestingly enough, they, they slide their weapons back to their respective wielder. That was sort of... Um, well, I, I don't suppose it's something I would do in their situation, but just like that, it ends. Vicious slashes Spike across the abdomen with his sword, and Spike shoots him. But Vicious falls over, presumably dead, whereas Spike doesn't die yet. And as he's walking down the staircase clutching his abdomen. All the members of the syndicate just sort of lower their weapons and stare at him. And then Spike makes a finger gun, points it, says bang, and collapses. So, if I recall correctly, there's been some controversy and speculation regarding whether or not Spike truly died here or if he survived. I believe uh, the director has even gone on record saying that he doesn't really know either, despite um, ostensibly being the one person who can definitively decide that. 
Personally, I am of the opinion that Spike did die. For me, I, I guess it's um, it's principle. You know, Spike could continue living, but I don't think that were he given the choice, Spike would see a reason to keep living. So perhaps even if, were he so determined he could survive the wound through sheer force of will, I don't think he would. You know, with Julia dead, what does he care anymore? Vicious is dead, he doesn't need to stay alive to kill him. Sure, he could continue gallivanting with Jet and Faye, but he also made a big show about, yeah, I'm going off to die and I really don't care. Ultimately, I, I don't think I would feel negatively about it if it was 100% confirmed that Spike did in fact survive. But, in my mind, it doesn't have the same sense of finality. But ultimately, I think Cowboy Bebop has a lot of artistic merit. You know, it, it makes you think. And even about something as ambiguous as, does the main character truly die? Even something like that really strikes at the core of what Cowboy Bebop was about. And I, I guess for what it's worth, I I think I would prefer Spike to stay dead because God forbid some bean counter gets the idea that, yeah, we need a sequel to Cowboy Bebop, so Spike is totally alive, you guys. I think that would be nothing less than the desecration of something great. I don't know. But regardless of this whole dead or alive conundrum, I think the ambiguity in and of itself has a merit of its own. It makes it more thought-provoking, I guess, rather than giving an outright declaration. After all, if it were known, I wouldn't be able to pontificate on it. So, just like the wise man was saying, we have this whole scene where we sort of panned up into the heavens to gaze upon the stars. And just like he said, you know, a star disappeared from the heavens as it was the guardian of 
a soul who passed on. And the final phrase of the episode was, you're going to carry that weight. And I must say it's true. Cowboy Bebop is something heavy that sticks with me. Well, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, uh, tune in for the next episode. I haven't decided what it is I'll be commenting on, but... Well, I guess it'll be a surprise for us both. See you, Space Cowboy.